Welcome to By Design. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And we are just excited today. It's a good day. There's sun shining here. Finally in the Midwest. Yeah. It's not gray. Yep. So we are happy to be talking with you today. And we want to send you over to our website. It's bydesignpodcast.com. We would love for if you would subscribe to our podcast and follow along on our website too. You can um, subscribe to our blog. So we would love that. Seriously. Today is a fun day with spring around the corner. You know, we're kind of thinking about switching out some of our decor. Well, mm. I know I am. I'm like ready for windows open and, you know, the eggs and all the things. That... So I actually the chocolate already... Eggs. Yes, maybe chocolate. Always chocolate. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I've already eaten so many mini eggs, you guys. I have a problem. The Cadbury mini eggs. And I have to keep finding new hiding places in my house because my kids keep finding them because it's like they, it's like they get an Easter mm. egg hunt already. <laughs> they know I have them. <laughs> <laughs> They're so, here somewhere. <laughs> seriously. Oh. I They found my last stash place and I've had to keep moving it. And the best part is right now it's right under their noses and they don't even know. It. The joke's on them. But mm. um, I am ready to just switch out some of the... The decor of my house. Like, yeah. I'm just wanting it to be lighter and brighter and green. So. Spring, the beginning of spring is glorious. It's magical. It really is. You get to the clean. buds on the trees. I know. You switch out all that wintery, the heavy winter stuff. Yeah. Seriously, that dollar stop place at in Target. Oh. They've got some cute little things there that you can um, make mm. for just to add to something, yeah. you know, to either hot glue it or whatever. But mm-hmm. I got like a little $3 framed sign that says, hello. And I command stripped it to my door. Oh, I like, love it. Yes. Picture of that. We will oh, take yeah. a picture of that. You will take a picture. Of that. <laughs> I will post a picture of that on our blog. But like it's easy, three bucks. And it's it's super happy though. Yeah. I, I And smiled. if you're one of those like, like crafty people, you could mm-hmm. totally make that paint over something. You know, I'm not going to do that. I want to go spend $3. But you, Danette, could I make I would this. enjoy that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm strangely crafty, I guess. Yeah. And I don't even like, like if you invited me to a craft night, I wouldn't come. I'm not, I don't oh, do that. Hilarious. I don't You're do group. You're so good at that. I don't do group craft activities. What I do is I like to take strange things and make new things out of them. Right. Well, so, and they're right. always beautiful. Yeah, I enjoy that. One it's, of my favorite things you've made, and I've had the privilege of having it in my house for a while. And, <laughs> and then it's, it's, I don't know, it's at some client's house now. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Sometimes we like decorate someone's house with... Go to your make. house, grab all the stuff off the shelf. <laughs> and then we leave it there and it just becomes theirs. And yeah. we're okay with it. <laughs> if you're listening, friend, you may have that wreath. You don't have hey to man, buy it from Enjoy us. it. Enjoy it. So I like to make what Lynn is talking about right now is um, I like to make coffee tissue wreaths. I was going to get there. <laughs> I know. But you know me. I like it all in order. <laughs> wreaths. I like to make them. All different kinds. Okay. They're so pretty though. No, you make them out of coffee filters and you, you're like, Lynn, it's so easy. You could do this. I know, but I'm not going to. Oh, it is so and you easy. And it's job. like therapy for me. I know. You're so good at it. So anyways, you have made these wreaths and you just made one and it was white and it was, you sent me a picture and I was like, I made quite a white one. Yeah. I was going to send it to a friend because I thought her her space could use some bright white up against yeah. her, the color of her walls because you know, maybe her walls were a little darker and I just love the contrast. And, and not to say that a white wreath and a white wall wouldn't rock. Like Seriously. I would do that all day long as well. I would too. But then I was going to mail it to her and it, the size of my wreath, it costs like $75 to, to, to mail. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to send her something else. And then um, <laughs> <That's smaller. laughs> when she comes to visit, <laughs> when she comes to visit here soon, yeah. I will hand her a wreath. Yeah. And she can. Yes. But I can make these, you know, in a night and it's good. But so um, 
Yeah, I wanted to do a little DIY with you guys or just walk you through how to make a coffee tissue, coffee filter wreath, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Okay. I would love to hear. Yeah, let's do something light and springy today. Seriously, and this is something that the cost is minimal, right? You said like it costs minimal. like 10 bucks to make. It costs like $10. Yeah, so. Yes, um, and there's... As always, there are many different ways to skin a cat. Isn't that a horrible way I, to say things? Why? I, did, where did that come who from? Who came up with that? I mean, I why can't know. it be like many ways to pluck a turkey or something? <laughs> skin a cat. Has anyone ever are skinned skinning cats? <laughs> they might be in other countries. I don't know. I mean, we could be doing it here in the remote <laughs> sections of hillbilly land. I, I don't know. That we have deferred to <laughs> skinning cats. We're not doing a DIY of that. But. No, I, I have cats and I love them and I would never skin them. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to include a picture of a cat on this post. <laughs> oh my, okay. <laughs> Total rabbit great. trail, but... So recently, the animals, all the spring animals. I know on Facebook, I shared the other day this commercial of herding cats. It was like a Super Bowl commercial. Lynn and I are both part of the Everybody Always Launch team. It's Bob Goff's new book coming out. It's so good. We're really excited. I'll share a link to that on our website so you can pre-order. Seriously, you want to pre-order? We've read the first five chapters. I've read the first five chapters. I haven't got there yet. Um, Oh my gosh, it's already, I'm just like wanting to buy a million of them and give them to everybody I know. Yeah, everybody always. I'm so excited. Bob Goff is... He's a gem. He is a gift to our world He has such a way of saying deep truths in simple ways where we can all say, I will do that. And why aren't we doing that? He makes it seem so easy because you know what? It is. You just love everybody always. So I just love it. Anyways, continue on. So we're in this launch team and the, the lady running the launch team site she shared this commercial i guess it's her favorite commercial and now it might be my favorite commercial ever but it's about herding cats and it's hilarious oh, so I, didn't see it. I will share the okay. link to that Lindsay, i like to it's, laugh it's I, so great there's these little cats and there's these like real looking cowboys like herding cattle but they're like herding cats and then they'll be like carrying a cat over a their child? horse no oh adult real cowboys men. yeah real cowboys <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> with cats. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so where are we going with this? Uh, many ways to skin a cat. Now we're hurting <laughs> cats. Hurting, skinning cats. Back to the wreath. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so it's in- the spring weather. We're all like <laughs> yes. excited. But I have made them out of coffee filters um, up to this point. But I was also just looking up ways to make them out of tissue paper. I know people do that. I enjoy using a coffee filter because it's the right size to just fold and glue already. You don't um, have to do any cutting or... I don't. It's all the right size. And right. I so I'm used to using that. But I do like the idea of some of the other colors of tissue paper. So I might look at a way to make a new kind of wreath using a square oh, piece yeah. of tissue paper. But I might have to pre-cut it to get it the right. size that I want. But coffee filters... But you have made s- them different colors. Like I've had one that you made like a, like a gray with paint. But that was a lot more work for you. Yeah, sometimes I've done it before where if I wanted it to be a color, I dye all the coffee filters. And hang them to dry. See, at that point, that's where, well, I, that's where I was out. I, I, didn't, was like, I didn't hang them. So what you do is... On clothesline. No, well, <laughs> yeah. I think I laid them all out and then I put a space heater by them. Isn't that crazy? And your house didn't fall, burn down. No, no, no. Guys, I'm really... I have been really, really tainted and now a little bit jittery because of This Is Us. Oh, I don't watch it. Oh my gosh, don't. Because you'll cry a lot. Yeah, we turned all of our cable and TV and everything off. Oh, yeah. See, we don't have cable. We, I Hulu it. Oh, It's well, all on Hulu. Sorry. Yeah, well, our TV, we have this huge flat screen TV that we bought when they first came out. We spent a fortune. We still have it. Yeah. But 
the HD doesn't work on it, so oh. you can't plug in. Oh, yeah, I, I have yeah, a Fire yeah, Stick. Yeah. I can't use it on this TV. Oh. It's like we have nothing, which is it's kind of great. I know it's strangely amazing right now. So sorry. Anyway, I'm just I get scared with heaters and crock yeah. pots now. Oh. And now those Instapots. Have you seen those Instapots are now like catching on fire and melting? Oh, cool. That's no. why I don't have one. Oh, I'm sidebar. I kind of sometimes I wish my house would burn down. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It's old and really crappy. Well, now let's hope it doesn't because if you're on the record, insurance Kurt, will Kurt, say no. Kurt, cut this part out. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I've been, I have been. You're right. I've been a little bit sensitive oh, to, well. to hmm. things that could catch on fire and burn houses down. Hmm, and Jack. No. Well, let's. Poor Jack. We, so, so you put a space heater <laughs> by them. I'm sorry. I went on a rabbit trail no. all the time. Um, so yeah, I... What I did to get them a color was I took paint. I just had acrylic paint, I think, from, I don't know, I have all different kinds of little crafty things at my house. And then I mixed it with water, kind of like a staining process. So you can dye the coffee filters. They can be dyed using tea or you could also use paint. So sometimes I mix in paint, whatever I have on hand. So it could be acrylic paint or whatever, whatever kind of paint you have. I just... Put it in a cup and mix it with a little bit of water because it makes it a stronger color. That's how you're going to get the oh, most color. so you color. could dilute it more or less depending how much color yeah, you want. Yeah, So, but what you really want, because what in order to dye a bunch of um, filters, you want, like I just got like a big... Um, like a five-gallon bucket? You could do a bucket, yeah. I, I didn't. I used like a, a bin, like a plastic oh, bin yeah. that my kids had for their toys because you know, right, sometimes I just use yeah. what I have. But anyway, I had a, a bin and I... You put water in that and lay all the tissues in there. But actually, before you get to that point, you want to mix the paint in a cup and make it like a really strong color. And then you want to pour it into the water the water, and mix it all together. So if you try to mix all of the water in the big pail already, it's going to be harder to mix and it's going to take a lot more work. It's better to mix the color in a oh, smaller cup. smart. It and dilutes then, easier. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you use black like I did, it's going to end up making a gray Filter, it was so pretty. Or a gray colored filter. So anyway, you mix it in the cup, you pour it in the pail, and then you make sure the water is all nicely mixed together. And then you just lay, like you have to separate all the coffee tissues and just kind of lay them in there. You can lay them on top of each other, like right. And it's it, kind it's of fun when you get fine. that marbling effect, even because once yeah, it's all some, together. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about the paint is some of it may not be completely perfectly mixed, and that's okay because it actually makes a really cool effect looking wreath. Yeah, and we, we can share some of the pictures yeah. of the gray ones that we made. Um, we did that a few years ago for if we always you're using we. Well, I make them. You wanted them. For, <laughs> you were leading something. Guys, what were you doing? Totally. <laughs> Everything is we. Yeah. We did it. We're such a team. So yeah. Um, but anyway, you soak them in the water so that they take on the paint. Um, but it doesn't have to be for a long period of time. Like I just put them in there, get the paint on them, and then it's and done. And pull them out. And pull them out. Yeah. So um, I kind of wring them out in there a little bit. And then I just lay them all, not so they're really overlapping because they'll dry faster if they're not. But then I just laid right. them on a bit. I had a big old door that I laid out. Oh. You could do it on your counter, like right. on your counter. Just, I would just put down like... Um, one of those... Do I always use like for my kids' birthday parties, if they're not totally trash, those like little, those cheap plastic yeah. table covers. Like they're that just, would be great. They're like a dollar at the dollar yeah. store. I just keep a couple yeah. of those on hand for when I do mm -hmm. feel crafty. Even wax paper would help, I would oh, think, yeah. if you had that. Just roll it out, foil, yeah. whatever. Hey, it'd be cool to make these with newsprint. Mm, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like to have like a newsprint, like yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Or like a book, book pages, yeah, book pages. Yeah, that that would be cool. See what that looks like. Yeah, with that kind of 
Like with the mm-hmm. way it would, because this is like a 3D wreath. Yeah. And on the end of it, it's it's a cut look. So it's, yeah. there's a texture to it. It's not like a rounded look. It's cut. So yeah. you'll see from the pictures. Anyway. You have to go to the website. Yeah. So dry that. You want to make sure they, they dry. Just leave them there overnight. They'll be fine. And then, you know, my kids are love to help when I do this. Like they'll lay them out and... Oh, see, you're still such a so, good mom. They'll I'd separate like, all of them for me. Touch. Oh, yeah. No, they're great. They, you know, gives them something to do. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, after you you get your, your either your filters colored or if you're just going to use the white or if you're just going to use tissue paper, um, I, after that, you want to, uh, you want to have um, some kind of, obviously, like a circle, like a wreath or some, I've used different kinds of wreaths before. Um, originally, I was using... I think I had like a, a one that was made out of um, straw. It was like wrapped around something. It was like this weird straw wreath, but it was real um, wrapped taut, but it was like a circular wreath. I don't know. It was really ugly. I would never hang it on my wall, but I used that for the ba- the base of this wreath. Um, I've also used wreaths that were um, made out of styrofoam. I've used wreath. And then this last time I used um, a wreath that I had bought at Hobby Lobby that's made out of wire. It's the kind that normally you fold fabric through. Mm. Um, so See, it's just like a three. You used the straw one with me before. I, the straw. Was... Yeah, I used straw and then I used styrofoam. Um, but styrofoam can be kind of expensive. Yeah. It's like a petro- petroleum product, believe it okay. or not. So like it's expensive. It yeah. can be like more money for that. But this little wire one that I had was like seven bucks at Hobby Lobby or, or Michael's. So after that, I um, you want to make sure that you you have something to glue to if you're using the wire wreath. So I took a bunch of lace that I had already, you could just use regular fabric, but if you have it cut up in strips, see... Uh, for an event Lynn and I did a while ago, we cut up a bunch of old lace curtains into these yeah. long strips. So I just wrapped it all the way around this wreath, the metal wreath, so to that give I you something to so I had a good base, uh, base, yeah, to to glue to. Now sometimes when people are making wreaths like this, I know that they like poke through, they poke into fabric or they stick something through the actual base. I don't. I use hot glue because it's super easy and quick for me. Yeah. So. I use um, a paint, the end of a paintbrush, the dull end, the top of a paintbrush. I've used a chopstick <laughs> before. You could use a pencil eraser, like the actual long pencil. But what I do is I just wrap the um, tissue around the end of the pencil and stick glue on the end and then use the pencil to press it to the wreath. And then I hold it there for like two seconds. And then I take it off and it stays. Right. Hot glue dries really fast. It does. Grow, yeah. So the secret is, is that you just want Usually to... to my finger. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so used to it. I swear. I know. I don't think... I don't think... That's one thing I will use a lot is my hot glue gun. Mm, yeah. My glue gun is disgusting. It's in these pictures. It's hilarious. It looks it's gross. It's well loved. Yeah. So look at it. Gag. Enjoy. Anyway, so you want to make sure that as you're moving forward um, around the wreath, you know, I, I would go from outside to inside and all the way around. I have no right. like certain way that I do it, except right. I want them all really tight. Close. The more coffee filters you use... The, the fuller and prettier your wreath will be. So it's going to take time. I think on the wreaths I made for you, I use like over 2,000 filters. Yeah. And that's like not that expensive. You can buy 400 in a pack at Aldi for like two bucks. Huh. So they're cheap. Coffee filters are so cheap. They are. I know. And honestly, in that Costco, you can get giant. Yeah. That's what giant, I should do. I should yeah, just I'll head over. I'm there. Yeah. I never go. I have a membership. You have a membership? You don't I go? I do. I never go. Oh my gosh. I'm there every two weeks. Payday, man. 
I, buy me a Costco. I know that would be it's okay. crazy. I think it's as your children and as your children get bigger. Yeah, it's where we live. We're a little farther. Uh, yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. So, but I should. I'll go. I should go. You should come with me. I know. After we podcast, we could run to Costco. That would be great. Let's do it. Let's get some okay. snacks. Put it on your calendars, everybody. <laughs> and coffee will. Let's all go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, I I glue those puppies all the way around the wreath, and um, I'm done. And it's and, awesome. I also take like a, usually I, the way that I hang the wreath is I just take a piece of burlap string and then I cinch it through bet- in between all of the filters that are glued on. I, I, I cinch it through to the base and then I just tie a knot and then I hang it. Sometimes wow. I like the string to show. Sometimes yeah. I don't. It just depends what you're yeah. going for. So you'll, you'll see all this and understand a little bit better by looking at our website. But these wreaths are super cheap. So if you pay seven bucks for the wreath itself, whether it's wire or styrofoam or whatever you have, mm-hmm. um, and then the coffee filters, you're about 10 bucks. But if you bought a wreath like this, you're talking 40 bucks. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely. Well, and if you don't want to make them, I think hopefully you're going to have some just, you could actually ask the net and she could make you one. Yeah, I am going to make some. I'm like feeling really crafty in the spring. Yeah. I'm going to be making and selling some stuff. So um, make sure you go back to our website and be following us on our um, social platforms. So you'll be seeing if she posts yeah, things. But. I know. I don't know if I'm going to do it on Etsy or just like local like garage sales because these kinds of to things. To ship it, it costs so much. I know. It's insane. Yeah. It's because the wreath gets really um, thick, like six inches about. And then this one wreath that I made, once you add all the coffee filters, it's like 19 inches. Yeah. The ones I made... For this, the wreath that I'm I'm showing today in these pictures, I used probably one and a half packages of um, filters. So I probably used 600. But the bigger wreath that I made for you before, yeah. it was probably like a 24-inch wreath. We used like 2,000. Yeah. Easy. So anyway... There, there you go. It's they're pretty, and it's a great way to add texture to a space. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people hang these above their bed frames. Oh yeah, it, they're anywhere. great in a bathroom. They're so pretty to hang like above a hutch, or or, or if you're doing a gallery wall, like to add some texture mm-hmm. to your wall and some architectural, you know, yeah. just a different feel. You want to kind of mix and match a little bit. It's, yeah, honestly, I loved mine. I hope that person's enjoying it. <laughs> I'll make you. I'm going to make you another one. No, no, it's good. At this point, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. no. But um, where would you put it? You have all these things, round, beautiful things you can hang. I know. I all. I just sold those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're selling stuff over here at Thalsman's. I'm going to need space, so yeah. I'm okay, like, maybe you don't want one. Yeah, I just yeah, I just have so much. I'm trying to just simplify right okay. now. You let me know. You say the word. And You're so sweet. Thank you, darling. I found this really big uh, wreath down in my basement. Oh, it was a, an old burlap wreath that I made. Yeah. One year I made burlap wreaths because for Christmas, and now I hate them. So I'm going to take all the burlap off, and I'm going to make a huge tissue wreath. It's a big wreath. Oh, you should keep that one for your mantle. Like yeah, on it, your fireplace, it'd be big. so pretty out mm-hmm. there. The other thing that I ha- I have, I took a bunch of, um, I was talking to Kelly, our, our sweet friend Kelly, um, about, she's crafty. She yeah, likes to make she things. She can do stuff. Yeah. We're going to make um, wreaths out of uh, magnolia leaves. You know how oh. those are so pretty. So I started, I took a bunch of leaves off my tree and I dried them. So I want to see how a wreath like that will turn out. Too. Oh, I'm excited to see how that is. Yeah, they're a little brittle. Because, I miss my magnolia tree. Yeah. We used to have a really pretty tree. Mm. We had flowering trees at our old house. Yeah. Makes me happy. Come to my house. I love I magnolia. Fun. You have a gorgeous magnolia tree. Yeah, it flowers. I want to plant one this spring. Mm. Can you use a branch off mine? Is that how it works? Does anyone know? You know, this? I've I've tried um, 
those no, flowers they just die so fast i tried bringing them in no. my flowering crab tree was different i could like sniff mm. those and i would put those in like a maple syrup bucket mm. at my front door you know yeah. and it was very spring-like and pretty but mm. the, the magnolia branches the green stays but the flowers mm. they die so fast they go brown so sad mm. yeah i have this um this thing that I wrote, maybe I'll actually share it. I wrote it last year. I've never posted it, but it was about, because our trees, I we have like, I call it like, it's like me and Derek were these two trees. There's a, the flowering tree, and then there's this huge, big maple tree right next oh. to it. And they their branches grow into each other. Oh. But like they, um, one of the branches has like grown together. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool when they kind of graft They've themselves graft into oh each gosh, other. It's that's bizarre. so cool. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful picture. I, they're like our married trees. Like, oh, um, I see. I love our trees. Yeah, take all the pictures of those. I have, you I have to get so like many gorgeous pictures. canvas, especially because you have that like tire swing hanging. Yeah. It's so pretty. Which, it's like picture perfect. The tire swing is hilarious because if anyone else out there has your tire swings, know that over multiple winters, your ropes... <laughs> take a beating and Rowan was just out there swinging it snapped, it snapped. it's the second time she's like fallen <laughs> one time Derek she's was going to have trust issues one time Derek was pushing her and she was going really high and someone else had tied the knot not Derek Derek is like right the knot man you know yeah, it's part yeah, of his yeah. iron working skills that tying knots are important to him absolutely and he has a certain way well someone else had tied it and obviously well, that's schmuck. okay yeah, it was papa damn <laughs> oh no and if he my dad just oh, is not the knot man it's okay know? he's got other gifts and talents <laughs> he really does like he he's a gem of a human being he my really dad is, is. Well, the somebody else was my dad he tied oh, a knot poor guy he feels so bad and the, it, it totally ripped off the tree while rowan was being pushed oh no Bro. <laughs> and she was Wait, traumatized seriously? and she's such a wimp i love her but she's not the girl to fall off it's a tire swing oh my so it just happened again but this time it was because the rope snapped. i'm sending you that thing about trust so that you're going to be able to use it with her <laughs> poor Rowan. her marble jar i know she is adding trust to that again okay so i wanted to tell you i have to say one other thing okay Tell us all. So the it's things. more serious. It's more serious, but it's still kind of related to spring because Easter is like a month away, right? Yeah, Easter's coming up. So I've been reading through the book, The King's Cross. Mm. Um, I've read it before. I'm. I haven't read that one. Oh, it's by Tim Keller. I haven't read that one. No. Okay, it's on the Book of okay. Mark. Everyone in the world should read this okay. book. I'm gonna put it in my Amazon. Basket. It's so simple. So many simple, amazing, deep truths about Jesus. Oh. And I just am eating it up. Good. I can't, I yeah. want to, I re-listen, like if, re-listen to chapters. Oh, so you're doing the audiobook. I'm doing the audiobook right oh, now. Oh, cool. So I'm listening to it all the time. Great idea. Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Can I send you the audiobook? Can you share? Well, I can get an audiobook. I can look. But if I already bought it, can I send it to you? Oh, I don't know. It's interesting. Honey, me and technology, I can barely. I know. Send a text, so. Okay. Anyway, so I think I'm like chapter 15, 16, if you're going to get the book and try to find the spot. Um, anyway, he's talking about when Jesus is getting ready for um, the Passover mm. with the uh, apostles. Right. And one of the thing, one of the things he points out is he's talking about what it means like the Passover to the people in that time, like contextually, like, you know, they, they would celebrate the Passover as a family affair, they would sit around the table with their family and their people, and they would 
I think it was called like a cedar or something. And it's yeah. spelled Seder. Seder, S E D E R, something. And they would talk about what how God delivered them from um, Egypt or right. whatever. And remembering. Yeah, they remember what, how God delivered them and they, and they have certain things they eat and drink. And as part of the Passover, they kill a lamb. Or they have a sacrifice and they sprinkle the blood on the doorposts and they like right. do the real things of Passover, right? So the cu- couple cool things that um, Tim Keller said uh, were like, number one is the importance of the family of Christ. Because those apostles that Jesus said, go and prepare for the Passover, they left their families to gather together with Jesus in the upper room. So that was such a big deal uh, that we don't During see that festival, that would have been That a they big left deal. their family. Like maybe some they of chose them- Jesus over. Maybe some of them were married. Maybe some of them did- Had with families. Their, but, they, but they were so rooted in their culture and the right. depths of family and their people. That would have but, been a big deal. But to, for the man of your house or your brother or like the, the oldest brother in the family is gone or, or whoever, whatever right. position they had in their family, they were missing and the family probably noticed it and they might have mourned it a bit and not understood or, or maybe them or rebuked them or maybe they were celebrating it because they knew they were Jesus who knows right but there was it was a big change for them the Passover changed for this whole group of people mm-hmm. like the way that they would celebrate it would from then on be different so anyway right. but they left and he was pointing out the the importance of the family of Christ how we are forever linked with each other in a deep way because of the work of the cross. Yeah. And so it, it puts in perspective oh, in I a like new that a lot, in a, a new light, like when it says you will leave mother and father and you know, whatever. Yeah. Like the, what are those verses? He he talks about this Who mother. Are my mother and brother, like Right, yeah. yeah. And you know, he will he's come to turn mother against when he's teaching yeah. In the, yeah. Jesus, you're being kind of crazy. Right. But it, he was saying at another point in the book, he talks about that, like, that's not um, that when he's saying that he's not when Jesus is saying that the way that it said, it's not like an excluding, right. but it's an it's it's talking about not necessarily who you're excluding, but it's more about who is being included, right. who you are now. You're building a longer table. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's a really cool book. Anyway, I would, I would go that's back and awesome. listen for that. And the other thing that I was, this other little nugget that has really been, um, making me all crazy excited was he was saying that he had them go and do all these preparations and they're going to celebrate the Passover together, right? But they were, they never got a lamb. If you read every story of the Mm. Passover and all the preparations, the sacrifice was never mentioned because he's the sacrifice. So the Mm. big thing that they centered their whole Passover meal around, they ate this lamb, they took the blood, they did everything with this animal. That's what it was. But that one big thing wasn't part of it. And he rewrote it and he rewrites so many of our stories. He turns it what we... Our traditions upside down, but like to them at or that expectations. time, like he took the expectation yeah. and turned it upside down. Right, but like that blood and that whole ceremony to them was centered on that. And like, can you imagine them trying to put these pieces right. together? But that he is, you know. So when he's, he's when they're Passover doing the lamb, blood, when you're doing the wine and the bread, and that's the blood mm-hmm. and the the body, remembering. It's a new way of remembering. But I just love seeing that he was the lamb. Yeah, and that. From that point on, right? Or oh, he had always great. been. I get that book, but all of a sudden they didn't need. Yeah, it's there just, was no, there was no longer a need for a, a sacrifice. 
Yeah. Because he was the sacrifice. Yes. So another, so like as Easter is approaching and, and I know that on Good Friday, you know, we, yeah. we celebrate, we do the Lord's Supper normally. Yeah. And yeah. so it, it's just a whole new perspective on what it was like in the context of that culture and yeah. really what it means today. Because it's tied to the Passover that they did. Like in the, another thing that he was saying is that Jesus... Um, through the Passover, through this sacrifice, um, they did it the night before God delivered them mm-hmm. out of Egypt in slavery. And it's the same thing the night before. before it was he before was he was given over. Before Jesus was crucified. Yeah. Based, put on the cross. Yeah, put on the cross. And so it's before we're delivered into freedom again. Mm-hmm. So it's such a beautiful picture of then and now. A parody though. That's just, that's a beautiful thing though. When you want to look at the Bible and say that the Old Testament doesn't, you know, it's old mm-hmm. and it's like, it's all pointing to Jesus. Like everything in yeah. the Old Testament is pointing to Jesus. And how, it's just it's just so perfect that you can't yes. even question that. But mm-hmm. I love, I'm going to have to get that book. That's great. So go to the website, bydesignpodcast.com, and you can get the links to, Danette will have the how-to to do your own wreath. Um, you'll have a link to buy pre-order Bob Goff's book, Everybody Always, and then this book by Tim Keller. I can't wait. What's it called again? The King's Cross. The King's Cross. Yeah, okay in love it okay awesome happy wreath making people